Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Wednesday evening Bible study. I'm your host tonight, Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff that's going on around it. Every week I say that because it's a fact we got to really thank God for what he's doing for us, with us, and in the midst of us. And regardless of all the stuff going on around us, there's a whole lot of stuff forever going on around. With that being said, it's really exciting about what God is doing. Let me just just say, yeah, get on. Okay. It's really exciting about what the Lord is doing for us today. Uh, trying to get this uh, cam up, uh, a cam, uh, what is it? Um, tablet to work right sometime as a nightmare. Okay. Tonight, I want to talk to you about an interesting topic. Oh, all the time I said the interesting thing. Tonight, I want to talk to you about wisdom. A lot of people don't know what it is, you know. A lot of church folks go to church and don't know what wisdom is. So I want to talk to you about wisdom tonight. Okay. Bow your heads for with me for a minute for this Bible study. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you forgive us of our sins this evening and touch every liberal soul that's listening to the Broadcast, watching this Bible study broadcast under the sound of my voice. That's you bless them, touch them, deliver them, make them free, break yokes in their lives, open their understanding of what wisdom is, and give them the wisdom that they need for each day in Jesus' name. Amen. Get your Bibles. Tonight we're going to talk about wisdom. Now, wisdom is unique because it affects a lot of different things. And when you don't have wisdom, it affects a lot of things. When you don't use wisdom, it affects a lot of things. When you use wisdom, it helps a lot of things. I see my connection is going off and on again. I got to work this out. Keep skipping it. Up. Okay. Uh, get your Bibles. So Sister Wells, I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. We're going to talk about wisdom tonight and what wisdom is. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 2 and 6. Uh-huh. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh mm. knowledge and understanding. Wow. That's, did you hear that? Oh, my goodness. So, um. Says for the Lord, so He giveth a person wisdom. Says He giveth wisdom out of His mouth cometh knowledge. Understand? So once you get wisdom, uh -huh. you should have knowledge and understanding. Yes. So you should, be, you should get, you should obtain knowledge and be able to understand. Uh huh. And to even impart wisdom, you know what yes. you say. Impart it into someone else. Uh huh. Well, look at that verse. Look at that verse. It says, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6 says, For the Lord give the wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. I'll read it again. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh what? 
knowledge and understanding. Now, that's something to think about. The Lord gives wisdom out of whose mouth? His mouth. And what comes out of his mouth? Knowledge and understanding. That's something we need to, we need to get to really understand. Where the wisdom come? It comes from God. It comes from the Lord's mouth. Not nobody else's mouth. True knowledge comes from the mouth of God. True knowledge comes from the mouth of God. Let's look at that verse again. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Listen to what it's saying. Listen to the word. Listen to the word. For the Lord gives. Now, everybody looking for somebody to give them something, but the Lord wants to give you wisdom. He said, the Lord, for the Lord giveth wisdom. And then it says, out of his mouth, ah, the mouth, ah, the mouth, ah. You know how people be cursing people out, telling people off? Tell them a piece of their mind. And you hear some saved folks say, I'll put my salvation on the mantelpiece over there, on the, on the table there, and I'll tell you a piece of my mind. You ain't got much mind now. So don't, don't run around trying to tell nobody peace of your mind. You ain't got much left. You ain't got much spirit. But the Lord said, out of his, he said out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. Without the knowledge of God, we don't know how to live for him. Without understanding of who God is, we can't live for him. This is why he said out of his mouth. Cometh knowledge and understanding that you would understand what God has to say to you. I want to tell you something that's really interesting. I don't care how smart a person may be, because there's a lot of smart people on the earth. I mean, really smart. And that knowledge of things will blow you away. But there ain't nobody smarter than the Lord. Ain't nobody knows more than the Lord. You may have a smart boss that created a product that nobody never seen before, but God is smarter than him. God touched his intellect to let him create that. Right, go figure. You got to understand how this works. God created all these different things for us to benefit from that we can enjoy these things. Because the Bible said God has given us all things to enjoy if you do it according to God's way. So, out of, for the Lord giveth wisdom, and then he said, out of his mouth, out of his mouth, come knowledge and understanding something we really need. We, we, me, and you need. Knowledge and understanding of things, not just of the Bible. We need to understand what God is really saying today. We we understand a lot of things. Uh, 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 people stay uh, 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 watching political stuff. Um, people spend all their time watching political uh, uh, commentaries and who they vote for, they Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever here in the United States. They're hooked up on that to get knowledge about their candidates and, and who they don't want to buy. Even people lying, you know. Hmm. You got to watch these commentaries. I don't care who they for. You got to watch these guys. They be lying through their mouth. Twisting up people's words. 
But out of the Lord's mouth come knowledge and understand. There ain't no lie in him. I don't care what your boss say on the job. He may be saying, I like you. I like your work on one end. And on the other end, he may say, I can't stand this guy. I really want to get rid of him. Think about that. Because you'll never know what a person is thinking about you. But the Lord. What comes out of his mouth is always solid. That's what I like about it. He don't come out of his mouth wavering. He doesn't come out of his mouth talking stupidness. He comes out talking solid information. Why? Because he's a God of knowledge. Amen. That's something to think about who God is. He's, a, he's able to give us good knowledge. I don't know why this light in the light just keeps going down. I don't know. Uh, but the Lord gives us not good knowledge. Good understanding. If we want, let's move on. Let's go to James chapter 6, verse 3. James chapter 3, verse 15. And we're talking about where did uh, uh, wisdom come from. I want to explain something to you with this verse. This is going to open some more up to you about wisdom. James chapter 3, uh, James chapter 3, verse 15 said, This wisdom descendeth not from above, but an earth is sensual and devilish. I'll read it again. This wisdom descendeth not from above from God, but an earthly, sensual, and devilish. What is he saying? I thought you just said wisdom come from God. It does. True wisdom. I just explained to you what type of wisdom God gives with knowledge and understanding. And I'm telling you, the devil likes to give knowledge, excuse me, wisdom, his wisdom. His wisdom is earthly, sexual, and devilish. People, have you ever noticed? I try to figure out how people figure out how to do some of this wicked stuff. They got wicked wisdom to figure out how to do these crimes. Got to watch people. You got to watch people in your job. You got to watch the people that come to your house because why? They'll sit there and plot and devise how they could just rob your house. How can, I never, never, never forget the story when I was younger, living alone. And a brother came over my house. And uh, uh, I was living alone. He came over my house. One of the brothers came over the house. And uh, I think he stayed in my house that night. I can't remember. But by the time I turned around, beloved, his plan worked. He took my rent. That's not all. A few days later, uh, I was, me and my friend was going to walk. We were walking to his house. And we see this brother coming down a block from his house. So we thinking he, he left that he visited him. No, he broke into my friend's house and stole all his money. Collected other stuff too. Nobody knew until we got to the house. But I want to tell you something about wickedness and devious stuff. There's many people that follow that kind of wisdom. They let the devil fill their head, their heart to, to, to devise plans. 
They use earthly tools to break in people's houses, sensual ideas for perversion. But the thing is here, they're very devilish. Their whole plan is devilment. Oh, yes, it is. Their whole plan is to get close to you, to be your friend or so-called friend and acquaintance, to get with you, to mess you up. Oh, yeah, back then, it, it did affect me when he took my rent because I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't find out too it was rent time. My rent was gone. I was in trouble. I was in trouble, you hear me? <laughs> the rent man came for rent, and I go pull out the drawer because I know my rent there. There was no more rent. And I realized who visited me. It was too late. I didn't know he would do that. I didn't know that he was doing that kind of stuff. But I, when I, once I realized it. But let me tell you a little secret about that. You can't offend God's heritage. He died a horrible death. He died a horrible death. You can't play with God and know his people. I ain't done nothing. No. We ain't done nothing. But you can't do wickedness to people. You can't expect God to honor you when you're messing with his people. God looks after his people as the opposite of his eye. You gotta, can't play with God and you can't play with his people. So look at this verse. It says, this wisdom does not descend from above, but it's, for, it's earthly because it has earthly action. And then it's sensual and then it's devilish. It's devising scams and whams to mess people up. It's constantly devising scams and whams to mess people up along the route. That's what you call devilish stuff. When you look at that verse, there's two types of wisdom. There's godly wisdom, then there's devilish wisdom. See, uh, a lot of people say the devil don't know nothing. That's not true. The devil was once in heaven, so he already know about this stuff. He already know about worshiping and blessing God. He already knows about the wisdom of God, so he tried to mimic everything God does. So he got his devilish wisdom that he used on people that allow themselves to be used of him. That's why you see people do all kind of crazy stuff. And you're scratching your head trying to figure they couldn't really done it. Yes, they did. Because they got the wisdom from the devil to do it. People try to cite the IRS. They go through these things and the devil just talks to them. Oh, you go this way, you go that way. You could get around them. They're not going to know. But little do that person know the devil knows it's going to come out later. But you don't. Because you sucker into his thieves. People think that this is a game. Uh, it's just a, a, a religious thing. This ain't religious. It's not about religion. It's about eternity. Bible study is to teach us how to live. Amen. So you could go into eternity rejoicing instead of them being turned into hell and in the lake of fire for not living right for God. 
People say, oh, don't say that. Don't say people going to go to hell. Okay, I won't say they're going to go to hell. I'm going to say they're going to go to the lake of fire after they go to hell. Which way do you want to go? It's really interesting. Um, people don't want to open their Bible and sit down and read it. Hear what God really is saying to them. They want everybody to say good things to them. They want preachers to talk about blessings and blessings and blessings and blessings and blessings. Well, the truth is, if you open your Bible, you're going to see blessings and blessings and blessings and blessings. He'll bless you going in, he'll bless you coming out. Disobeying me, going to curse you going in. <laughs> but the thing here is, understanding the times that we live in. That scripture right there works around the time we live in about people doing earthly corrupt stuff, sensual, all kind of perversion. All kind of creating all kind of sensual stuff to keep us bound in lust and perversion. And then it goes on to say in devilish. People are very devilish today. It's just constantly scamming. Woo! They could destroy. But that's the devil. That's how he works. Let's move on. All right. We're continuing to talk about where wisdom comes from. Sister Wells, go to Psalms 136 and 5. 136 and 5. Psalm 136. And five. To him that by wisdom made for oh I'm sorry. Psalm one thirty six and five. To him that by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy and for his power. Hmm. So to him that by wisdom made so God made the heavens uh -huh. through wisdom wisdom of God and it says that his mercy endureth forever so God's mercy is forever it's infinite ah it's that's infinite. a good thing infinite yeah it's it's it, it endure it it says forever it, that means that it goes on and on and on and on and on right there's a scripture talk about his mercies are renewed every morning they renewed every morning for us. Look at that verse, beloved. It says, to him that made by to him that by wisdom made the heaven. Now there's three heavens. There's the sky, the stars, where the stars are, and then there's a third heaven. There's three heavens. The devil is the prince of the air here, according to the scripture. But God controls the heaven of heavens and everything else. He controls that too. This atmosphere, he controls that even, even though the Bible tells us the devil is the prince of the end. So bringing us back to that, people running around saying the devil don't know nothing. They, they, not, they let the devil talk to them because the devil does know something. The Bible said he's the prince of the air. He knows what's going on. We don't know. We need to get in tune with God and allow God's wisdom to saturate us and open us to understanding and knowledge of what's going on. 
Oh, we need it. We need God understanding in our minds and our hearts. And I'll say, I'm serious. I'm really serious when I say that. We need God's understanding. We need knowledge of God. Because there's so much trickery out there to mess us up, to cause us to fall into sin, to cause us to go drink alcohol when we know we're not supposed to be doing this kind of stuff, to go and have sex before marriage when we know we're not supposed to be doing this stuff. We fall into these traps, these trickeries, the devilish wisdom that the devil used people to do. We need God's understanding. I'm serious. We need God's understanding so we can make the right decision. You want to apply for a loan or credit card. You need to ask God to give you understanding what's going to be best. Should I take this one or should I take that one? I'm real serious when I say this. In everyday life, we really need God to help us make the right decisions. I know we don't like to tell God everything is true. We, 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 we want God to do things, but certain things we don't want to discuss with him. We need to be truthful and tell God everything. We need God's wisdom to saturate us. We need God's knowledge to help us live and understand how to live. Understanding how to apply the word of God to your life on a daily basis, not sometimes. That God would bless us with better understanding of things. That we don't have to keep making the same dumb mistake over and over and over again. Because we lack understanding. Or we have no knowledge how to overcome it. We need wisdom from God. So the scripture says the wisdom, to his, excuse me, to him that by wisdom smart thinking, smart thinking, wise, God was wise, to him that by wisdom made the heavens, he put everything together, oh, when God made the heaven, let me tell you this part, there was no satellites, did you hear me, there was no satellites, space wasn't getting junked up with every country that could possibly put a satellite out there, it was none. That's man's doing. As you know, there's a man corrupt earth. <laughs> he tried to corrupt face. He can't help himself. Man can't help himself. I'm serious. If we can't jack up hell, we got to find somewhere. You know, you know some people, you know some people mess up people's lives and go to the next person's life. They mess up somebody's life and then they go to the next person's life. So that's how man thinks. Devilish and earthly and sent you. And that's what they're doing there. They're sending rockets and rockets here, rockets for this. I'm serious. They got, they, I don't know how many satellites they have in space, and they got a lot. I don't know how many America alone had, and they got a lot. Russia have, Kazillion, everybody got their satellites and rockets and this and that. Wisdom. Ungodly wisdom. So the scripture says here in uh, Psalms 136 and 5, 
by uh, 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 to him by his wisdom made to heaven his mercy is the best part. Here's the best part. Here's the best part. His mercy endured forever. Now, now, this is not sometimes. His mercy endures forever. His mercy is renewed with us. The whole thing is that do we want God's mercy? I'm not talking about a good feeling when you go to church. And do you want God's mercy to abide on your life when you walk out in the street, when you drive down the highway, when you go to work on your way home? My wife made a statement one time, and it's so true. She said, it's really sad how many people leave to go to work and never come back home. They die at their job. Die on the way to work. Die on the way home. I'm serious. They wave to their husband or their children or whatever. They say, bye, see you later. Wave to their dog. Pat their dog on the head. And the dog looking out the window for them. And they never come home. God's mercy has to abide on you. My, my wife said another statement that really really neat. That really kind of got me the, uh, yesterday or today. I think it was yesterday. I'm not sure. She said, your family think different than so-and-so family. Your family think about long life. So-and-so family don't think about life like that. They don't think about long life the way you do. Well, I said, well, I only confess the scripture. Most of my family know that scripture that the God said, well, long life would I satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's what we, we say, folks, but we hold on to that God going to give us long life. That's what the word of God said. With long life, what I what satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's because his mercies are no ever people. But some people don't think about long life. They don't know if they're going to live or die tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to live or die tomorrow. But I know that God promised me long life. But I got to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do through wisdom that he gives me to do what I'm supposed to do right. Make sure I'm doing what's right. Yeah, sometimes I make mistakes and I'm not sure if I should have done that that way. So I really have to consult God about something that I was just dealing with something. I had to consult God, but I'm not, I'm not sure 100%. So I have to let the Lord deal with me. I, I don't get it right. But I'm just giving you an example of real life. When we, we stay and we save, Jesus Christ is our personal savior. We're walking with God. God's mercy is supposed to abide with us. It's supposed to work with us. It's supposed to work with us. Because his mercy endures forever. It's supposed to work with us individually. The wisdom. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, okay. Let's go to. Um, Oh, I mean that, right? Okay. Let's go to Proverbs chapter four. Proverbs chapter four. We use the King James Version. And those of y'all that are just coming in, you can go to the website, the Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org, and you can uh, click on online services and then click on, uh, right, right. Uh, I think it's online services. And then click the Wisdom for Life, and you can pull down the Bible study lesson for tonight. I'm going to switch it around later. I just, there's just a couple of things that came up I haven't been able to do yet. Okay. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Listen to what it says. Look at that verse. Listen, this is a big one. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all I get in, get understanding. What is he talking about? Hmm. What is he talking about? 
The Bible plainly states that wisdom is a principal main thing to have. Why? Because wisdom helps you make the right decisions. True wisdom from God will help you make the proper decisions you need to make. You sit there and let the Lord deal with you. You have to ask the Lord to open your understanding about to show you what you need to do through wisdom that you can do it and do it effectively. So wisdom, that's the scriptures, that's the principal thing. And then he said something else that's very important. Therefore, getting wisdom, listen to this, Therefore, get wisdom, and within all thy getting, get understanding. Why? It don't make no sense to have wisdom and don't understand. That's why. Amen. It makes no sense for you to go to a job and get a project. And you have the wisdom your ideas on how to do it, but the whole problem here is you don't know and understand what the project is. And if you just use the wisdom you have to do it, and you don't know what that project is really supposed to be done for, you're going to make a mess. You need to have understanding for the project along with your wisdom to put it together so it can be done effectively and it's for the right purpose and weight. Understanding is so important. It's such a major part of our life. I'm telling you, this is true. Without understanding, we would fail utterly in everything we do because we don't understand. As I always, uh, I have a bottle of water, Poland spring water. I like to drink it. Uh, I want to tell you a little about it. I always got a scenario about it. But tonight I want to tell you about this. I already know. Let's assume I have wisdom that you could drink water, right? But if I lack understanding that cold water is better and feels good to you than warm water, I'm going to not drink that water once I taste it warm or, or, or lukewarm or hot being in the house and the office. Or sitting in my car. I'm not going to want to drink it. But once I understand, if I put it in the refrigerator, it's going to get cold. It's not going to stay hot. Once I understand it, then I'm going to want to drink it. Because I like cold water. But if I didn't understand that, I'm not going to drink the water. It's the same thing in any area of life. If you lack understanding, you're not going to know what to do. And you're not going to do it right. Amen. I don't care what job it is. I don't care if it's a marriage. I don't care what it is. Because a lot of people, uh, you know what? A good example of this is, <clears throat> I, I watched a show called Married at First Sight uh, a couple of years ago. I think it's still on. And I marvel that they had a head is set up. The people don't know each other, and they get together. They, they actually sign a wedding uh, 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 um, what, uh, license. They go through actual that. 
They don't know the person. They match the people up. But as I watched this show, I think I watched two seasons or three seasons. I can't remember how long. As I watched the show, I got to see different people interact with the subject of marriage. Some had absolute zero understanding of what marriage was. Absolute zero. I mean, even mind-boggling. But yet they, 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 they went through the training thing they have or however they go through the a process. They signed a marriage certificate. And yet when it was time for them to marry the person and live with the person for a few weeks or however they do it, they had no clue that they were married. They had no understanding that they were. Yeah. Okay. So what happened was, listen to this. They got married and had no understanding that they no longer live on their own, that they no longer by themselves, that they have a spouse. And they're supposed to look out and help provide for the spouse. I mean, some of it was a nightmare when you watched it. It wasn't make-believe. These people were real. They even videotaped what these people were doing. You wouldn't believe some of the insane stuff they were doing. One man, he married a girl, and it was never there. He was with his girlfriend. He had no idea what he did. He had no understanding that he got married. <clears throat> I mean, that was crazy. But that's what people that lack understanding do. They don't understand. They're just doing it. They don't understand. It wasn't all of them that they were doing it for the money. Some of them were doing it because they didn't understand what they were doing. And that's how we are. We pretend that we understand something when we don't. So the scripture here tells us wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and all I get and get understanding of what you're doing. Amen. You go to work. You come home for work. You know why so many men commit adultery? They lack understanding that they're in a relationship in a bond between two people, not five. You know how many marriages end over family? Because they're family. Running their marriage for them instead of them. It should be three people. You, God, and your spouse. But no, you got your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, your mother, your brother, your everybody's everybody running your marriage, but you, you just you're just sleeping in bed together sometimes. You have no understanding well, what you're doing. It's just, it's just, it's just something to think about that wisdom is so important and we reject it. it so it's so important to have wisdom and then to have understanding to use the wisdom. We don't know what to do. There's a scripture in the Bible that about uh, the people that heard the word of God. Some are built on sand, some built on a rock, blah, blah, blah. But the people that, if you listen to this, it talks about the people that were on the rock. They were all excited about the hand of the word of God. They received the word of God. They were so excited, jumping up and down. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. But they were on a rock. When the trials of the water started blowing, they backslid. You see, but they were on a rock. They wasn't cemented in Christ Jesus. <laughs> they wasn't built on a solid rock. They were just sitting on a rock. You can't beat the wind. You can't beat the waves sitting on a rock. <laughs> you get the bad of the person that built your relationship with God on sand. When the storm comes, you're going to be uprooted. 
because you're not built on nothing solid. <laughs> the only people survive are built in the ground. Other than that, here today, gone next year, sometime the next day. Let's move on. Okay, Sister Wells, go to Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and 12. For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense, but the excellence, the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have Uh-huh. So it says, for wisdom, it, well, it, it, it can, defense means, um, It'll help you. Uh huh. Like, um, it'll uh, like I, I could say like a shield could be a defense. Okay. Know, so, okay. So, um, keep from um harm. Okay. Uh, and then it says, and money is and money is a defense. Ah, that's money, a good one, right? I know. I guess you could use money. It can defend you if you have an issue. Mm -hmm. Um. <clears throat> money can be used in a good way and a bad way. You have yes. to, you know. Yes, yes. Go on. Uh, and then uh, it also states that, but the excellency of knowledge, knowledge, having knowledge, knowing about what you are, uh, a certain uh, situation mm -hmm. um, of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to to them that have it. So if you have wisdom, you can have life also. I mean, it says that it giveth life to them that have it. So it'll make you aware. Wisdom will make you aware of if you're doing something wrong, hmm. it can make you aware. Where if you have you, godly wisdom. Right, if you have godly wisdom, yes. Yeah, sensual wisdom, uh, you're going to say, yeah, let's do it. No, right. Let's look at that verse. This is an interesting verse, too. <clears throat> Let's look at that verse again. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. King James Version. For wisdom is a defense. And money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. I'm going to read that again. Look at this. Look at this verse. Wisdom is a defense. And money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom give life to them that have it. Now, I know everybody listening to me have heard preachers talk about money being evil, having millions of dollars is evil, is evil, it's the devil, it's the devil, and I'm going to call all them liars. But that's not what the scripture have ever declared. The Bible says the lover and worshiper of money is a root of all evil, not money. Money is just a piece of paper. Money is just a piece of paper. Credit is just a, 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 a written credit a, a, a letter or plastic that they give you, a credit line that they give you. This is what you do with 
So the Bible tells us wisdom. Now listen to this. Wisdom is a defense. Through wisdom, you can overcome things. And you can talk to that judge and get him to go the other direction. Instead of saying, give him five years. <laughs> I remember one time uh, I was at the court out here because we were having a problem. Well, rather, I was having a problem. I was getting tickets nonstop in front of the house. Now, this is a private property, our private property, but the people that give out tickets, they, they felt like giving me a ticket every now and then. So one day, I, parked, I, I told the man to move his car from in front of the property because it's private property. You're parking in my pocket. So the man said, well, I'm running for mayor. I said, I don't care about you running for mayor. It ain't my business. I never hope for you anyway. I don't even know you. When I came back outside, the media people came and gave me a ticket. So when I went to court, I told the judge, the judge already knew who I was. That was a funny part. He knew if I come in, he's like, oh my God, here he come again. So I came in, I came in, I said, this is crazy. You know what? I'm a swore, y'all. That's what I told him. I said, because you keep giving me these tickets on my property, on our property. What is, what is this? He said, what you want me to do? I said, you know what I want you to do. I want you to dismiss the ticket. He said, yeah, dismiss it. Because <laughs> I was upset. But the wisdom, I already knew that he knew my face. He knew I'm coming here, he knows I'm straight up, blah, blah, blah. Wisdom. I had to pay that ticket. However, I told him, don't let this happen. No, don't ever let it happen ever and again. Ever. And it never happened again. I was serious. Don't ever let it happen again. Because this guy running for me, you're going to call him and have to do that. Nah, nah, man, I'm not. But the wisdom, ah, got to get. But I had understanding also. But look at this verse. Wisdom is a defense when you have it and know how to use it. And the other thing is here, money, dollars, cash, is a defense. Yeah, you what? You get upset when rich people take poor people to court and win. Because they got money to buy the big lawyers that know the law. Aha. They can pay those lawyers. They got them on retainers. So they, they paying them big money for the retainers. And that lawyer knows he got to be able to know X, Y, Z for this customer. He can't go in there not knowing what, knowing what he needs to know. This man is paying money for his defense. Amen. He got them all retained. He may be paying 20. I'm serious. I'm going to pay 20, 30, 40, 50, $100,000 a year. How do you think those law firms get big? Yeah? You think somebody paying them $5? <laughs> they got them all retainer. When they got to go to court, they say, talk to my lawyer. Because they know the lawyer knows what he needs to do. Now they're going to get fired. I've seen it happen. I used to work with a law firm. No, I wasn't a lawyer, but I worked for a law firm, and I got to see a lot of stuff I never knew go on. Ah, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. But money becomes our defense if you have it. If you don't have it, it ain't going to be a defense. When your credit card bill got to be paid, you got that money. You can pay that bill. It could defend you from them putting it on your credit report, you 30, 40, 60 days late, 120 days late. But look at the rest of that verse. 
but the excellency of knowledge. No one stopped. The excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life. Isn't that something? Wisdom giveth life to them that have wisdom. Isn't that something? Why? Because wisdom can help you save your life. Wisdom can help you get out of a situation you can get your head blown out. Wisdom can guide you. That's why I tell a lot of young ladies, y'all need to get wisdom. Y'all need to let God direct your path. And you won't be getting wrapped up with some man that ain't no good. Amen. But y'all won't listen. Y'all don't want to hear. Y'all want to drink around them, party around them, and carry on around them. So they're going to do their thing, baby. They're going to sweet talk you in the bed, jack you up, destroy you, or whatever. Amen. But if you had wisdom, you would control yourself. You would be watching like a hawk. Only some do, not all. Some too dumb. Some too hard headed. They won't listen under no term. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to the people that have it. So if you have knowledge and wisdom, you're going to get life and more abundance. Wisdom will give you life. <laughs> but you got to have wisdom to get the life. You have to have the wisdom of God on your life. We, 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 we fail miserably because we don't ask God to give us wisdom. I'm serious. We feel miserably because we don't ask God to give us wisdom when we really need. Let's move on. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Excuse me, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Excuse me. Chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8. All right. Look what it says. For two, for to one is given the spirit of wisdom, excuse me, the wisdom of the word, and to another, the word of knowledge. I'll read it again. For one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom, excuse me, and to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. They're two different things. Today, here in America, everybody wants to be an apostle, archbishop, and whatever. No big thing to make. You could become the Uber Abba. Well, I care. All right. The Bible is very pacific. I want you to understand this. The Bible is very pacific when God says something he gave. He didn't give no archbishop. Oops. But they made that. Okay. So it says, for one... For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. Well, what is he talking about? God has imparted the Spirit of wisdom inside of people. And they're able to break out and speak to you in wisdom. And tell you what to do, what you need to do regarding things, not prophecy. People confuse prophecy, the word of knowledge, 
and wisdom, they're a different things. But through the wisdom, the spirit of wisdom, they're able to show you how to do stuff. They're capable of doing stuff, outstanding stuff that other people can't do because they have the gift of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom is placed in them. And then to another's knowledge, smarts. In the head, smart. Boop, boop, boop. They're very intelligent. They know the knowledge of the holy. Most of them, they say, know the knowledge of the holy. It's not just saved people that get these gifts. I just want to clear that up. Because they're just, they're just gifts that God gives people. It's just some people we give it to, some people we don't. It doesn't mean that they save. It doesn't say that they save. He just give them no gift, those, those talents. And they're smart. They have the knowledge to figure out hard, hard sentences and understand knowledge. They understand how to read different things. People can't figure it out to save their life. Don't believe me? Read about Daniel. The king was baffled, had all his astrologers and smooth sayers and magicians and and magicians, and they all are smart people. And nobody could understand it. But David had the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in him, and he was able to reveal it. Daniel, he had the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. He said he had the spirit of the Holy God. You have to read the story. You'll see what I'm talking about. But that's what happened when you have the spirit of wisdom, the word of wisdom, and then you have the word of knowledge. You could reveal somebody something about knowledge of something that they deal with. That's not prophecy. You can reveal it through the spirit of knowledge. What's going on? People cross, I'm telling you, people cross up wisdom, the word of wisdom, uh, 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 knowledge, uh, and prophecy. Say, I'm a prophet, and you ain't no prophet. You don't even know what a prophet is. Most of these people run around calling themselves prophets, and they are liars. They say, well, I went to the school of prophets. I don't care if you went to school to do about. True prophets are sent by God. And all these people running around calling themselves prophets. Not one, not one, stood up in no church and said that there's going to be a pandemic outbreak with thousands upon thousands upon thousands, a hundred thousand people going to die from it. And it's going to last a few years. Not one. And they all the saying, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said, liar, liar, liar. They had a movie called Liar, Liar, Liar. They should have started it. <laughs> a true prophet speak what God has to say and nothing more. Let's move on. Okay, sister, well, go to um, Proverbs 24 and 7. Understand the gifts of the Spirit. Understand the fruits of the Spirit. You need to understand these things and the talents that God gives people. The Bible also said, I want to clear this up. The Bible plainly states that gifts and calling 
come without repentance, you do not have to be saved to get them. But you better get saved because you're going to give account for them. What you do with them. Go ahead. Well. Proverbs 24 and 7. Proverbs 24 and, I'm sorry, Proverbs chapters uh, 24 and 7. Wisdom is too high for a fool. Ooh. He openeth not his mouth in the gate. Wisdom is too high. Well, a fool. No, I didn't write it. God did. All right. A fool is usually like, you know. A dummy. Right. I was going to say dummy. Like, <laughs> dummy, that's about like, a fool is a dummy. No understanding, you know, just whatever. So it says, so wisdom, when you have, when you have pure wisdom, like you said, wisdom is from the Lord. Mm -hmm. When you have pure wisdom. That means you understand. You have the knowledge, you obtain the knowledge, you understand it. And so it's going to be too high for a fool. A fool, it's going to go right over a fool's head. Like, right. That's very true. To, they're not going to be able to grasp the, uh, the understanding or the knowledge of whatever situation is going on. So it says, he openeth not his mouth at the gate. Um, can you just explain that last part? For me? Okay, look at that verse, everybody. Look at that verse. Proverbs 24 and 7. Verse. I like that food. I like that verse. It says what? What do it say? Wisdom is too high for a fool. Why? Because he's a fool. I think I told so. I think I mentioned before one night, one Bible study, one Sunday service. I talked about a joke that I told. I was I was telling my brother, I told him, I said, you know what a fool. If you could tell a foolish person a stupid story, something stupid that that makes absolutely no sense, it's stupid, it's ignorant, it don't make no sense, it's dumb. And you made it up. Because you know the person's a fool. And you tell that person that. And man, they'd be so excited. Oh, he said, you know what they're going to tell you? Oh, man, you're so smart. You're so smart. And you crack it up laughing. You know it's a stupid, stupid story you told me. It don't make no sense. And they said, man, you're smart. Boy, I wish I was smart like you. Because <laughs> they are fools. <laughs> fools do foolish stuff and believe foolish stuff. That's why the scripture said wisdom is too high for a fool. It's too high. It's too above them. They, they, they can't grasp it. I'm seeing people like that. They head out the register. It goes right over their head. And that's why the rest of the verse say, he opened if not his mouth at the gate. That's why he can't get in. <laughs> He's standing at the gate, but he won't open his mouth and say, let me in. I'm serious. The Bible says the fool that said in his heart, there is no God corrupt today. They've done abominable stuff. But they fool. They'll stand right out the door and won't knock, won't ring the bell. I'm serious. Have you ever seen somebody like that? You walk up to the place and they there. Oh, nobody home? You know what they say to you? Oh, no, I didn't ring the bell. <laughs> they didn't ring the bell. Have you worked with somebody like that on your job? Uh, I, I, I can tell you a story. I had somebody like that. 
We worked with somebody. Uh, there was this guy. <clears throat> I can't tell you where. And this guy was a total, he had to be, I don't think he had a mind. I'm serious. Because what he did was so funny. Um, he would come by. Uh, um, I came by where we, I was working. I didn't even have another location. So the head of security called him one day. And um, no, somebody called and played like the head of security. And he said, this is Bobby Jackson. I want you to take all the money out of the safe, put it in the bag, and put it around the corner. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. He hasn't been the safe now. Put all the money in the bag and put it around the corner. Then he called Bobby Jackson himself. Hello? This is Peter William. Uh, 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 Mr. Jackson, I did what you said. I took all the money out of the uh, safe and I put it in the bag around the corner. Peter Jackson said, what did you just say? I took all the money out of the safe and put it around the corner. You did what? The man was screaming and yelling at him. He said, go get that money. Why did you do that? He was a fool. He had that job because he was related to the owner's family. That's the only reason he had the job. He was in a management position at that location. And people used to make fun of him, laugh at him, because he used to do all kind of, the man did all kind of dumb stuff. But that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life a person do. That's a maximum thing. He actually cleaned the safe out for hundreds of thousands of dollars, put it in the big bag, took it around the corner and left it there. <laughs> <laughs> the head of security was screaming mad, even came to the store. That man was mad. Fools do foolish stuff. I'm not making this story up. I'm not making this up. This really happened in the state of New York. I just can't tell you where. <laughs> we rode for days. Everybody in the company was cracking up laughing. They came, came, came. They said, we were saying nobody came to that brain day. Look at that. Look at that scripture again. It says. Wisdom is too high for a fool. <laughs> you know, do wisdom if somebody call you just because they call you say they so so you're not taking no money out of no safe, and then you're gonna put it outside. <laughs> I'm sorry, beloved. He really did it. It was the crackingest, funniest thing I ever seen. We were rolling today, and when we see him, we just shake our head. Oh my god, that's the only. <laughs> oh, so wisdom is too high for a fool. He opened it, not at not out the gate to say, let me in. Let's move on. Remember that verse, Proverbs 24 and 7. All right, let me read this next one. Proverbs 8 and 11. <laughs> hey, I got some good stories, a real story, not made up. Okay, Proverbs 8 and 11 says, Wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that can be desired or not to be compared to it. I'll read it again. Wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that can be compared to nothing. Gold, pearls, rubies, nothing. 
can be compared to wisdom because it's very effective. The difference with wisdom is it can help you get those things. Wisdom can help you bypass a lot of headaches. It's true. Wisdom can help you get to the next level in your life if you use it. Remember the scripture just said, wisdom giveth life to them that have it. A fool, wisdom is too high for them. They can't, oh, it's too high up. I just gave you a perfect story of that. So it said, wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that can be compared to it. It's just beautiful to know that wisdom is like that. Wisdom is yummy, yummy, yummy. We, we want to be smart people. Everybody want to act like they know something. You ever notice somebody, uh, uh, um, they're doing their best to impress you. They're trying to act like they're real smart, but you know the real deal. They ain't smart at all, and you play along with them. <laughs> wisdom is unique. Godly wisdom is unique. It'll keep you alive. It'll give you life. It'll help you reach goals in your life. It'll help them meet the needs of your home. Your job. Wisdom is going to tell you when you need to fix your car. The light came on, but what's it going to tell you? You need to get that done for something else happened. A fool to say, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The axles, that's a mess. The axles messed up, but don't worry about it. A fool going to say, don't worry about it. Keep on driving on the highway till it goes snap. And then they wind up in the hospital if they don't get killed. Oh, God, what is happening? That's a fool. They're not going to try to fix the situation. They're going to say, it's okay. That's how fools think. It's okay. Everything's not okay. Do wisdom tonight. I had an issue. One of my computers, in fact, the computer I use for doing Bible study and stuff, uh, all of a sudden, it went south for me. Going south means it just stopped working. It froze and wouldn't do nothing. We would, I did everything. I called uh, uh, the company and everything. I had to have sent out a check to put a new motherboard in it. Brand new computer. New, new, new. But through wisdom, since I know I have other computers, I did the Bible study on another computer. If I was a fool, I would have sat there and thrown oh, no, what to do. Even though I got computers around looking at me. Oh, no, what to do. Oh, the devil beat me up. No, I can't do Bible study. He would have been laughing at me, number one. Say, look at this dummy. And he'll go to God and say, I told you, Pastor Wells, a dummy. I told you that before. Look at him crying. He got all these other computers. And he's crying. He can't do a little silly Bible study. It's the difference between a wise person and a fool. A person that has wisdom is going to find a way. A fool is going to sit there and cry. Understand the difference. Stop hanging out with fools. <laughs> let's move on. Okay, Sister Wells, let's go to uh, James 1 and 5. We're just about finished. Ah, I wonder if I'm going to finish too. You're not, bro you're not broadcast. You went off. You still on? Oh, I don't know. This thing be active. Okay, uh, James 1 and 5. James chapter 1 and 5. Uh-huh. 
if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not. And wow. it shall be given. So it says, and so if you lack wisdom, you don't have it, you go to God and ask the Lord for wisdom. Really? Yep. And it says that give it to all men. And it's and see, it says this is really key. This scripture, the key um words in here are that give it to all men liberally. So he gives it to all men liberally freely. You know, you yes, can does. obtain it. And it says, and upbraid it not. So it doesn't come apart. You know, it, it you, if you want it, you can have it. It says, and it shall be given him. Y'all like that, right? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Come on, y'all like that. Let me read that scripture again. Robert, remember this verse. Robert, oh, James, excuse me, James 1 and 5. If any man, it says if any, no, let's read this right way. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That give, give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not to them that upbraideth uh, 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 not and it shall be given him. But let's read it one more time. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally and abideth not, and it shall be given him. Look at that verse. Okay, I know y'all heard me tell a story about me with wisdom. Okay, when I first got saved for about 10 years, probably longer, I always said, oh, Lord, I need wisdom. Oh, Lord, I need wisdom. Oh, Lord, I will need wisdom. But I think I was sitting in that at my wife's house before we were married. And I was sitting in the car. At her house, she had a big, uh, uh, her mother had a, a, a big, uh, a nice uh, chair. And I sat in that chair. And I was saying, oh, Lord, give me wisdom. The Lord spoke to me in all of her voice and said, why don't you use the wisdom I gave you already? Why don't you use what you have? I'm like, I got wisdom? I got wisdom! Angels must crack up laughing with me because I'm a joker when it comes down to stuff. I didn't know I had wisdom. All I ever did was ask God for it. I never followed that scripture. All I ever did was ask God to give me wisdom, but I never followed that scripture. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally, freely. But there's a catch. You say, what's the catch? You got ask. And he'll give it. And you have to accept it. That's what my problem. I don't accept it. I just keep asking, give me, give me, give me. Come on. I'm not the only one to be asking God for stuff and never accept it. People be asking God to heal them and never accept the healing. Oh, God, heal me. Oh, God, heal me. I know you were a healer. Heal me, God. And God said, could you please accept my healing? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? You're so busy screaming, God can't hear you. Or you can't hear God. God is telling you, hello, hello, can you hear me? I'm here to hear you. I'm the Lord our God that healeth thee. And I make thee sick. I sent my word and healed you and delivered you from your destruction. But you too busy screaming, oh God, heal me. But you won't accept. So the Bible says here, 
In James 1 and 5, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth all men liberally and abrideth not. He don't break away. He don't change. And it'll be given to them. We live in a world today where people lack basic wisdom. Think I'm joking? A man will go out and buy a brand new suit and don't have nowhere to live. I never forget the story of a guy I worked with. Uh, it's, it's a kind of funny story. Uh, we were all messengers and he was like in charge. He went and bought a $732 sweater. And I, I overheard the conversation. He was upset because his mother threw him out the house. So I'm listening. He didn't all listen to the conversation. Yeah, my mother threw me. My mother threw me out the house because I'm always buying stuff, but I don't pay no rent. And she asked me to help pay rent. I don't never pay no rent, but I just like to buy all clothes. I don't want to pay no rent. And she threw me out today. He had no wisdom. He had no understanding. He had no clue what was going on. He was interested in looking in his 700. He's a messenger delivering packages. Sometime riding on a bike, and you're going to go buy a $732 sweater with your paycheck. <laughs> No wisdom. So his mother used wisdom and threw him out. <laughs> and he kept doing it. Wisdom is a principal thing. Bible studies to help you understand what God is saying to you. Preaching the gospel is to get you to get right. Bible studies to show you how to live. And that night is about wisdom to get you to get on wisdom in your life and use it. And get understanding and knowledge. Sister Wells, what's the memory scripture for tonight? The memory scripture is happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Proverbs 3 and 13. Wow, that's a good scripture. All right. <clears throat> now, don't go away. Uh, every Bible study, I give you two gems. Two gems are two scriptures from the Bible that I give you one word for them. And you can read it later and feast on it. Uh, okay, the first gem is walk. W-A-L-K, walk. And that's coming from Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. And the next gem, that's Jeremiah 6, 16, and the word is walk. The next gem is man. M-A-N, man. And that's coming from Proverbs chapter 12, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 2. Now listen. <coughs> Excuse me. If there's anybody watching this broadcast that don't know the Lord as their personal Savior, this is your opportunity to get saved. I'm going to repeat a little sentence prayer, and you pray along with me and accept Christ as your personal Savior. you got to believe in and accept me coming to your life. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I ask you to help me understand, receive wisdom from you, and knowledge that I may know how to live for you each day. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for coming in my life as my Lord and personal Savior. And I thank you for dying and rising on the third day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, beloved, it's true. 
This is your moment. This is your hour to live for God. Let God give you wisdom. Ask him for it and expect it. Ask him and thank him for the wisdom. Don't be like me. Wait 10 to 15 years to get too late. Uh, I, I got it. I mean, hey, thank goodness that he told me I had it. I would have so asked, oh, God, give me wisdom. But in generally speaking, ask God for what you need. I'll see y'all Sunday at 515. Bring your friend and enjoy the Lord with me. I love you.